Welcome to the Tweet Trends Podcast. Hey, Yvette, what's trending today? Hey, I'm Yvette. Hey, girl. And you are tuned into Tweet Trends. It's the quickest way to find out what's trending today. Dear God, bless America. Let's get started. And we are back. Let me start by apologizing to you. At the end of my last episode, I had Georgia on my mind so bad that I thought it was Thursday and pretty much told y'all, see y'all till next week. And then (laughs) when I woke up this morning, I'm like, wait a minute, today's Thursday. Yeah, it, it, it did not hit me until today. And then on top of that, because of all of the shenanigans yesterday, I don't know how I let today get away from me. Like, I am literally super late in creating this episode. And I apologize for those of you that tell time by when my episodes launch. My apologies, guys. I did not mean to throw your day off the way my day has been thrown off. But there has been a lot to digest in the past 24, 48 hours. And and, and it's, it's heartbreaking, it's upsetting, it's disturbing. And you know, I am not political Pollyanna. I don't like jumping in those rings, in those circles, none of that. I don't like to go there. But sometimes people just make you go there. And the situation with Occupy DC, (laughs) that has pushed me, it it shoved me right into the center of it. And and it's because I've, I've been experiencing a series of emotions in regards to it. And the fact that this is history right before our eyes happening, that like, this is amazing to me. I've never seen anything like this before. I'm used to like back in the day, I remember when I was a kid, my parents watched the news all the time. And you would go on the news and they would have the local news, they would have the around the country news. And then when they would go to the world news, there would be all sorts of crazy shenanigans going on in these different countries. You would have pictures of leaders being burnt and statues getting pushed over and all sorts of crazy things. And you're just like, man, what is going on in that country? And why can't they get it together? And what was I saying yesterday? What is wrong with our country and why can't we get this together? Seriously. So we have a a little here at our house. She's seven years old. And I, I was conflicted about her watching what was unveiling on television just because I didn't know what was about to happen. And then, you know, for a while it was good. And then we started hearing about people that had died in all of this melee. And 
my husband, I always, I make jokes with him. I call him a wordsmith because words mean a lot to him. (laughs) You have to use the perfect word to explain something. Sorry, honey, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. I'm just saying, when it comes to talking to you, I like to choose my words well because I know that whatever words I use, that is what you're taking in and how you're processing the story or the situation. So as I'm listening to the various broadcasters talk about what is happening, I began to get angry. Not not just concerned or upset. I was angry because of their word choice. I was angry that they were calling these people protesters where, you know, and granted, they didn't call them peaceful protesters. So I appreciate that. But these people actually got into the building. They basically did a whole Tasmanian devil type thing with some of these offices and areas that they went in, spinning up, turning up everything, dumping things out, just melee, chaos, mayhem all over the place. And they're finding pipe bombs in places. People are there and they're armed and, in my opinion, dangerous because you don't bring a gun to the fight if you're not considering the fact that you just might have to shoot somebody, you know? So if you're not thinking about the idea that you might have to use that gun, then you don't need that gun. You don't bring it with you. And so, but the fact that they that these people were able to infiltrate buildings and offices and cause the type of destruction that they did, I was hurt to my core and it made me mad because I think back to the summertime where you had peaceful protests and marches where the National Guard and various other groups were brought out, called out to basically almost instigate issues with a peaceful group. Now, when the looters were out there, you had people talking cash money trash. Like, oh, these hooligans and hoodlums and thugs and everything. But I didn't hear any of the people yesterday being called any of those names. And just because they were not breaking into businesses and burning them, I don't see where there is a difference. If you are vandalizing somebody else's property, whether it's breaking a glass or turning the place upside down, you have vandalized a location and you deserve to be talked about and treated the way that 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 is uh, deemed fit for that type of activity. But that's not the case. So many times I heard reporters saying, how did they, how were they able to infiltrate so easily? And I think back to the fact that, you know, for some strange reason, Caucasian people are not a threat. And because of that, they're, they're not viewed as a threat. So they can walk into places and not, you know, not get a, a second and third look, you know? They, they don't get the follow around in the stores like what we do, you know? I'm a school teacher. 
I'm not trying to rob no place to to cause myself to lose my job and my family to have to suffer. No. But when I go into an establishment, they don't know me. They don't know anything about me. They don't know I'm a cheer coach. They don't know a single thing other than the fact that her skin is brown. Keep an eye on her because she might try to steal something. But if you are non-melanated, you can go in there and act a straight donkey and and people will overlook that. That hurt me to my core. I got a little off track there. I initially started talking about the fact that I was concerned about my daughter watching all of the mayhem on television. And honestly, you know, I don't give children enough credit. They're bright. They understand things. They know right from wrong. And we had a conversation about it. She brought it up herself. And she was actually disappointed when she was hearing the reports saying that the president, that President Trump, had not stepped forward to say anything about it. She was actually confused. She was like, wait a minute, I thought he wasn't the president anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, well, technically he's not. I mean, he's finishing up. He He's still the president, but give it about two weeks and, and he'll be done. And so, but she did have very um, thought-provoking questions and I can appreciate that. So, you know, I felt bad that initially I wanted to protect her from that. I wanted to shield her from it. And it actually turned out to be a good, a good opportunity for teachable moment. Now, the other part (laughs) uh, that... um, it it kind of threw me off when I started seeing the information like on Twitter and whatnot, where people were saying that groups were saying, you know, this is the time for Mike Pence to step up and invoke the 25th Amendment, basically to declare that 45 is incompetent and unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. And I laughed at that out loud. It was a, a, a hearty har har. Because I'm like, you know, he's not going to do that. I don't see that happening. For the simple fact that these people descended on D.C. the way that they did, Mike Pence would be out of his mind to now decide to speak up and say something after having supported this man in office all this time. Because what I would see then happening to him is that 45 would turn on Mike Pence and next thing you know, there would be people in his yard telling him about himself and threatening him and his family and his loved ones. And I am so sure that he's looking at this like he's probably doing the whole um, old school cartoon jail thing. He's probably putting the X's in the boxes on the calendar, counting down the days to the end of this administration so he can be like, ooh, ooh. What did I get myself into? And let me try to somehow save my legacy. Now, speaking of 45, the fact that he would instigate this type of stuff, him, Giuliani, all of these other nut jobs out there, and my apologies for calling them nut jobs. I I should not really, I shouldn't call names. Bad. I shouldn't call names. All of these people... You know, let's add Lindsey Graham to the list and um, 
oh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Oh, I can't think of his name right now. But him too, he knows who I'm talking about. Um, Add them to the list. Because now all of a sudden, you know, Lindsey Graham, he was like, oh, really? You can't be serious. Are you now trying to like flip over to the other side to be like, stop all of this. Y'all stupid. No, it don't work like that, Lindsay, because you should have been saying something a long time ago. To me, this resembles a situation where you have parents and a child and they spared the rod. What happened? They spoiled the doggone child. 45 is running around here like a child having a tantrum. He's mad because he didn't win the election. He's running around lying to people saying that he won and everybody knows that he won. And all of this lies and propaganda that he is pumping out there into the atmosphere. People are eating this stuff up. They are loving this. And I don't know if it's that whole reality show type mentality that has people like stumping for him. Like, oh yeah, did you see what happened? Oh, we gonna go out there and we are gonna show off and show out today because everybody needs to understand his son, was he, it was either his son or his son-in-law, was like, it, to me, it was a threat. It was like, we're we're watching you guys, you know, talking about the, the Republicans. Like, we're gonna see what side y'all decide to stand on. Really? Is that how we do politics now? Okay, that was today's episode. And for somebody who doesn't do politics, I could probably talk for (laughs) probably another day or two about just what happened between yesterday and today all by itself, you know? But, you know, just like how they say that 40 is the new 30, well, politics is the new reality show and 45 is the star of it and he's trying to take us all to hell in a handbasket unfortunately for this episode of his show because it's his show he's the ringleader he is the man in the spotlight everybody's looking to him for direction and he is doing all the wrong things at the wrong times so here's what i say to you guys i love you Please, please, please take care of yourselves because I feel like it's only going to get worse before it gets better. He's only got a little bit of time left in office and I cannot imagine what types of schemes he's got up his sleeve to try to further destroy our democracy. So please, by all means, don't get into any altercations with people that think what they are seeing out there in these streets. If they think that that's good, you know what? God bless you. Say a prayer for them and keep it moving because people that think that this makes sense, in my personal opinion, they are lacking some sense, common sense, a reasonable sense, they're lacking something. So, like I said, guys, be safe, be smart, be aware of your surroundings and what is happening. Because I want to be able to chat with you again this coming week on Tuesday. All right? I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. All I'm going to say here is God bless America. <laughs>